The following is an encore presentation of the quash. I've decided to briefly open the quash vault for a few days on this episode. If you've never heard it, I think you're going to enjoy it. And if you have heard it, you've probably forgotten just how great it is. Enjoy. Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. It's not a legal topic, but it's something that lawyers use at trials, which is that you try to put people into a framework because the framework is key to how you see the world. And when you change your framework, then you can change the way you think. And we really need to change people's thinking on a lot of issues. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I practice for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer, even though I piss a lot of people off. Maybe that's why I'm so beloved. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of tough love. And I'm also a self-certified master practitioner. I gave that title to myself almost 20 years ago, and I earn it every week. That's I'm sure of. <laughs> All right. Well, the show runs a little bit over, so let's go ahead and get it started. So I want to talk about a topic that's it's really not the law, of course, but I like to give people ways to shift sort of the fundamental way they look at things and think about things, give them a different lens to look through because I think it makes a big difference. Think about how much your world changed when you realized and started to understand Barnum statements. Most people that listen to me never heard of Barnum statements before my show. And once you see Barnum statements and understand how Barnum statements are used and understand how destructive they are and what a control system they are, the way you look at the news and every kind of thing, it just changes because you start seeing them everywhere. And, you know, I mean, I I think that's worth a lot of money to people, but (laughs) that's up to them to decide. But on the other side is I like to give people the idea of being in a neighborhood that is run by a mob or a gang and the cops are all on the take and you don't know it. And the danger you're in if you think that you can go to the police and talk to the police about some bad actions that's going on and you think you're doing the right thing, how dangerous that is if you don't understand the real situation. And of course, that's the situation we have in the world, that the entire system is completely and totally bought and paid for. And if you wake up in the wrong order and you start thinking you're going to contact the FBI, you're going to go to some kind of HR person, and that that's going to help you, you're just completely wrong. You have no idea how the system actually works. And so this is something I want to do today as well. I want to give you yet another way to look at what's actually going on, because I'm always fascinated by the fact that there's so few people who seem to be able to just let go of most of the fantasies we have, it doesn't matter if it's the moonshot or the World War II narrative or 911 or the stupid COVID that's running around, all these narratives that float around that we're the greatest freest and Constitution protects us, all these different things. Most people, they have barriers. They can address some of the issues, but they normally, people, what I find is that they just, they have limits. They can only go so far. And it doesn't matter what the limit is, but there's people, everybody seems to have these limits that I interact with. Now, my friends, they don't have that because that's why they're my friends. They'll look at anything. The point being the mental framework, the construct that you come at something from, it dictates a huge portion of what you end up believing and what you might believe. 
And I look around, and I see all these problems, and a large portion of this stuff, like this insanity with COVID, it's all driven by a fundamental belief that the government, even though it's got some bad apples and we have to root them out, that at its base, it's this benevolent thing that's there to protect our freedoms and do all this wonderful shit. And that is just driven into people night and day, 24-7, their entire lives. And it's why I'm so hard on these constitutional conservatives, because that general fundamental foundational belief is why we don't make progress because every one of their so-called solutions harkens back to this concept that the government is a good thing and yeah it's got some bad people but we got to watch it carefully and all this other shit and that the constitution is this magical document the founders were these magical people who did all these magical things and it's just it's so totally completely wrong and if you could just not be in that mind state, which is, of course, all my friends and the people who get it, who see all these different things, the false flags of Vegas shooters, all the stupid crap that they put out there, the stupid Sandy Hook crap. It doesn't matter. Anything they're running in the news all the time, you can just know it's lies. And so what I want to do is I want to explain to people that imagine if we had actually been conquered 40 years ago in a war. And there was an occupying government, in effect, in place for the last 40 years. And you'd been raised knowing that this was an occupying force, regardless of how much it was trying to propagandize you. Your parents, your grandparents, they'd all be whispering in your ears, trying to avoid getting detected, that, look, the people who are running this are our enemies. They beat us 40 years ago, and now they're trying to do X, Y, and Z to us. If that was your mindset, then I wouldn't have a problem pointing out the fact that they spray us like bugs. See, they spray us like bugs. Most people think that's kookery. Oh, sprays, contrails, water vapor, and all this stupid shit. These are people who've never looked into the issue, ever. Never looked into it because they're so convinced that that could never be happening with a government that's so benign and benevolent and, you know, we're in charge of it and all this other stupid shit. They'd never look into it. But if you knew the other, you would look into it, you'd notice it, and you'd see, my God, we're sprayed like bugs. They turn our sky into this milky aerosol haze all the damn time where I live, and people don't notice it. And the weather is completely and totally different now where I live. It's totally different. And if you just investigate any kind of geoengineering, you see this is exactly what we predicted. But as it is, people won't do it. Why? Because these constitutional conservatives on radio, they run around and talk about how it's political. Oh, it's the Democrats trying to get control of this, and that's all there is. New climate change, we can't make any effect. It's just stupid shit. These guys have never investigated, or they're just professional liars who are up their line. They're either under the same spell I'm talking about, or they're liars. Look what they've done to the education system. If you knew your enemy was trying to educate your children and forcing them into these indoctrination centers to teach them all sorts of crap from common core to fake history to fake science to giving everybody a participation trophy to all this now. They're just this ridiculous kind of intersectionality, race theory crap. Just think what you'd be, you'd know, you'd see it. You'd see it for what it is. See, the objective facts would speak for themselves, but those objective facts are colored by this concept that the government is our friend and is there to help. And that is constantly pushed by both sides. Yes, both sides point to the other and say they're trying to do something wrong with some kind of political agenda, but at the foundation of each one of them is this concept that we pledge allegiance, that the Constitution is this amazing thing, that the country's built on freedom, 
We need to come together. We have common enemies out there in these other governmental units, et cetera, et cetera. But you'd see the education system for what it is. It's a constant attempt to undermine the population, to destroy the population, to wreck everything about the population, to make the population so weak, so pathetic, so sick, so confused that they can't resist. See, the people who are in charge are our enemy. The governmental system is the enemy. It is an occupying enemy, and they have this propaganda network running at all times. But if you knew that they weren't your friends, how would you look at the education system? You'd no longer give them the benefit of the doubt, which everybody always does. right? You'd see it for what it was. And it wouldn't be so easy to implement. <laughs> it wouldn't. You know, you'd see the way the government protects these sort of social media monopolies and allows this insanity to go on where they restrict people that have views like mine massively. And they promote people who push this kind of trans agenda and the transhumanism and the white people bad. And they're bringing in a replacement population they have been for decades. I did a whole show on it. And if people knew that the people running things weren't our friends, that they were the enemy, then they would see exactly what I see, which is what the objective facts show. See, what happens is you get objective facts and then the people explain it away. They make excuses for it. It's no different than in a personal relationship dealing with a narcissist or if you're trauma bonded in childhood, you have a tendency, you just automatically make excuses. And in effect, what's gone on in this country is the people are trauma bonded to the government. They have a government they're told is their friend and that represents freedom and their entire family. Everybody tells them this stupid crap all the time when their kid's growing up and it's every kind of propaganda and movie and media and education. But what they observe is the complete opposite. They observe the government abusing the living crap out of them. The Tuskegee experiments. <laughs> you name it. The MK Ultra stuff they did. Oh, they got caught with that. They got caught with the CIA programs in the 70s. The church hearings. It doesn't matter. Endless excuses, right? All the time. Constantly making excuses for the government because they're, they're trying to resolve that cognitive dissonance of the government's a good government, it's the Constitution, the freedom, we're in charge, all this stupid shit they have in their head that's all wrong, with the facts that they see, which is that they're being abused on a constant daily basis in these huge ways. But they can't accept it, because if they accept it, then it's too scary, because now the government is their enemy, and the government's super powerful, and they've got all these identifications with it. And so you just have to look at it as an objective matter, what is going in the right direction in this country? Any, any kind of major trend that's going in the right direction? See, there's nothing. All the kids, they're all being vaccinated all the time. Just massive rise in autism and other sorts of learning disabilities with young people. Well, they're all traceable, virtually perfect correlation to this massive increase in the number of vaccinations they're giving. And, of course, the government itself provides immunity for the people who and these businesses that create these vaccinations. And then the government itself creates a separate legal and an industry, an entire set of courts where you have to go in and get your vaccination damages paid for by the United States government. So you pay for your own damages. It would be obvious what's going on with these vaccines if people didn't think that the FDA is there to protect them because <laughs> it was being run by the Soviet Union that beat us in a war. They'd know what it was. 
But instead, it's just this fantasy and all these endless excuses about how law enforcement is there to protect us. Anybody can look and see the justice system the way it works. It's two, three, four, five tiers worth of justice systems. If you have no connections, you're just going to get busted and three strikes you're out, horse shit, and they're going to lock you away forever. If you're a big-time criminal, like a politically connected person, doesn't matter if you're private industry or in the public uh, still, nothing happens to you. <laughs> nothing happens to you. You can just run on committing crimes for decades and decades. And in fact, they'll name buildings after you and they'll write about what a wonderful person you were. And then you'll have a little bit of the red versus blue. Well, I think his legacy is tainted, blah, blah, blah. But they never go to the heart of the matter that all these things are just open corruption. Just open corruption. <laughs> and, and yet they'll, people will make excuses for it. But if you didn't have the image in your mind that the government was this benevolent thing, this freedom machine that we're told, well, then you'd see it for what it is, that the justice system is hopelessly corrupt. The Department of Justice itself is hopelessly corrupt. The FBI is hopelessly corrupt. Think of all the different scandals that come out and what happens to any of those people. See, nothing. Nothing ever happens to them. And I did whole shows about that. But the people can't see it because, again, they go back to this sort of trauma-bonded excuse-making about the Constitution and the freedoms and all the stupid shit that they have in their head. But if you just look at it, how can you look at what the population is now? Just gushing in all these people who have nothing in common with us, who then are taught that white people are bad, and then they're taught that America is is just basically a place to come in and abuse And that's what they do. Endless amounts of government programs, money just being handed out by the trillions and trillions of dollars to people who don't work. Here we have now more than a year worth of paying people more to not work than to work. And then they run around and act like, well, there's an employee shortage problem because people aren't doing it, but they keep it on. Um, How is any of this possible? None of it's even constitutional. It's never even discussed. See, none of it's ever even discussed. <laughs> There's, there is no discussion of the fact that the people running things are just simply criminals. All of them are criminals. Every one of them is going along with it. None of them ever speak up and say this is unconstitutional, refuse to obey it, and stop wearing a mask and ask the sergeant in arms to arrest somebody. Nothing like that ever happens. They don't go out and give speeches about it. It's just always this political horseshit where they drive everything into the so-called Department of Justice. That's just obviously corrupt to the core. Most people don't know the Department of Justice didn't even exist until after the Civil War. You can't have a civil war to hold a voluntary union together. It's a logical impossibility. But what is the history book full of? What do both sides talk about? How it was about freeing the slaves and all this other shit. It was just, it's not, wasn't about that. And even if it was about that, it doesn't matter. You still can't have one and have a voluntary union. You can free slaves, but you no longer have a voluntary union. But we got the Department of Justice after that because that's when the federal government took off because now you can no longer leave. It's like the scene in A Bronx Tale when Chaz Palminteri closes the door and locks it on the, in his bar and says, now you can't leave. That's when it's over. You can't leave. You are no longer free. There is no voluntary part of any of this. They've thrown us into how much debt? How much debt? And they just throw it into more and more debt all the time. While they have a group of private banks who get the benefit of the so-called Federal Reserve, where they just simply create money out of thin air and hand it to their friends and then charge us interest on it. (laughs) And still the people can't catch on to the game. 
I still can't catch on because, yeah, like I said, it's the trauma bonding, constant rationalizing and explaining how it is. The federal government is founded by the founders who were the most pure, freedom-loving individuals ever. Of course, that entire narrative is also a complete lie. <laughs> it's just, see, every part of it all is just a lie because government itself is something people don't understand what it is. They don't understand it's just a monopoly on force so that the few can control the many through force and fraud. Now, the brainwashing is so powerful with the electronic media for the last 70, 80 years since radio kind of started. Now with TV and the phones and the Internet and God knows what they're beaming into our heads with EMF and subliminal messages and everything else. I mean, we have a gigantic police day, CIA, FBI. I mean, every kind of agency has their own SWAT team. They're all armed. It's utterly idiotic. I thought the founders were concerned about a standing army. What do we have now? We have worries about our so-called readiness. We have the biggest military in the world. We, We spend ridiculous amounts on it all the time. And then at the same time, we're told that standing army is a great threat and that the founders who were supposed to worship feared it, but then the same people turn around and love on the military. None of it makes any sense together. See, and it's because people can't see, because they're looking through this lens that the government is this benign thing, and it's not. If it was an occupying force, you would see it all for what it is. You would see all of it for what it is. You would see that the population is being intentionally wrecked with pharmaceutical prescriptions and fake food at the supermarket while they just push garbage on the kids night and day with advertisements to eat shit constantly, snacks and sugar and processed foodstuffs. It's not even real food. And the government subsidizes all this insanity. <laughs> and the people still can't see that the government's not on your side. See, they still can't see it. There's really no area that if you just look at objectively in the society that you can't come away determining that obviously this thing is problematic. See, these these gigantic corporations, those things only exist because of government. Corporations don't exist in natural law. It's a concoction of the government in order for people to be able to conduct business anonymously. And the businesses, they they owe no duty and they can't go to prison. And the people who run these businesses, they never go to prison. But just look at the entertainment industry. It's owned by just a very, very small group of people. It has for a long time a group of people you're not even allowed to discuss. But look at the entertainment that they punch out. You know, think back to the time in the 50s when you weren't even allowed to kiss for longer than some like two seconds or some crap on screen. And then look at a movie today. Look at the stuff that runs on YouTube that's pushed and promoted and supported. And with fake views and fake support and and constant uh, pushing of the agenda. Now we have a trans on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Stuff's all being pushed. So it's just Weimar 2.0 on steroids. But again, people can't see it. They act like it's just this natural thing. It was funny. I was watching South Park. Uh, I tape them periodically because the show's hilarious. And uh, sometimes it's just too weird. The guys are just taking too many drugs. I don't get it. But I intentionally recorded the one about a stupid spoiled slut. And it came from 2004, and it was about Paris Hilton. And I remember that. See, a lot of people aren't old enough to remember how the culture was before that and what happened. But people like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, they came out. And how did they become famous? Well, they were from these weird kind of families, and then they made sex tapes. And then they ran around and acted like complete sluts, and everybody acted like they were geniuses. And they started pushing stupid products 
Well, I can remember thinking, what is this? This is just some chick who made a sex tape, and now she's just becoming unbelievably famous, and people are trying to emulate her. And now look at the culture. In 2004, that was shocking and surprising. There were a lot of people talking about it. And now, in 2021, it's totally normalized, fully normalized. That's what tons and tons of girls love. And just look at the twerk shit that's everywhere. It's just a massive amount of slut culture. And then you have Instagram whores and all the stupid OnlyFans stuff. And, of course, the family structure is completely destroyed. The divorce rates through the roof and everything else. And all that stuff is intentionally created with no-fault divorce and the constant TV programming and, and lionizing these single moms and all this crap. You, hell, you got teen moms. The society can't survive like this. It can't survive like this. And it's all being driven centrally through these large corporations which depend entirely upon the government and have endless amounts of breaks and tax breaks and only exist because of these large governments. And so all this stuff is being driven by the same people behind the scenes, the same people who have those corporate interests. They control the governments too. And it's just obvious as hell. And like I said, if people didn't have this fantasy put in their heads every single day by these constitutional conservatives talking about taking the country back and all this shit. They never define the country. The country is full of half the people now who support it. And it's growing every day through more and more propaganda. What are they talking about? It's a theoretical construct they imagine in their mind to exist that's never in fact existed. It's just a fantasy. It's a Barnum statement. Okay? It's a Barnum statement. And if people knew that the government was your enemy, that it was a occupied government by people who do not have your best intentions at heart. And it doesn't run any way like they think. Then they would see the constitutional conservatives spewing that shit for who they are. Apologist propagandists trying to brainwash people. <laughs> see, they would see the reality because you just switch your lens and you, oh, well, there it is. Like the Hoffman glasses and they live. You put them on, it's like, oh, well, there it is. It's obvious as hell. And that's why it's so strange to me that people can't see it because really it's just that single piece. If you change that piece out, then all the stuff starts to become clear. And all these things that are so-called conspiracy theories and everything else, they just become obvious as hell. And you start researching, and it's just clear. Why? Because they're all consistent with the fact that you have an occupying government and you have for at least 150 years. And once you see that, then you can start seeing the rest of the stuff. And then you can start getting explanations for it and start doing real research. So, well, I mean, I don't know if that helps people or not. I don't know. I don't honestly care if people think I'm a kook. I used to believe all the same stupid shit that people who don't know what I know believe. I used to believe that stuff. <laughs> and now I know it was all lies. I lived decades of my life just believing an utter lie pushing that stupid constitutional crap on people. It's been decades, but I did used to do it for a long time. And then I woke up. Once I got the internet and I had the ability to do my own research, everything started falling. And that's why I don't understand people who have the internet, why they don't use it. It's very curious to me, but, you know, whatever. People are what they are. So, well, anyway, that's, that's going to be it. And the show's probably going to run a little bit long, and that's okay. If you want to follow me, I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review on Twitter, and you can listen to my old shows. I keep a lot of them public. I'm going to start making fewer and fewer of them public, actually. But I want to thank the people who are in Patreon because I really enjoy having people who get it 
and people who appreciate how much time it's taken for me both to get this information that I have and to, to make the show, you know. I appreciate that. I respect the people who do that because they respect my time as well. And there's a lot of people who just lurk around Legal Man and the Quash, and that's cool. I get it. That's what people do. <laughs> um, I hope they support a project. I got cast as Mr. Jones in the movie coming up, The Jones Plantation, and it was written by Larkin Rose, who everybody knows in sort of the liberty movement. And I'm really looking forward to We're going to film in September, basically, and it should be out by sort of early next year. And, you know, I've taken time away. I'm certainly not doing it for money. And I hope people support the project and maybe take that into account, maybe, you know, to support my show as well. But I think it's going to be a great movie. I really do. And I really hope people uh, get behind that project. So I'm looking forward to it. I've been growing my hair and sort of beardish thing in order to, to really look like a 1840s piece of crap plantation owner <laughs> and I'm working on my southern accent so I can get that down too but uh, anyway that's it uh, you guys have been a great audience everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are take care thank you everybody Let's put your hands together one more time for legal man great show thanks so much I get to check your service on the way out more quash more quash